0: You're listening to a podcast from Washington Post Live, bringing the Post's newsroom to life on stage. She's a leader on the front line combating the coronavirus in a major city. In this segment, DC Mayor Muriel Bowser joins the Washington Post Live for a conversation with national political reporter Robert Costa.
1: Good afternoon and welcome back to Washington Post Live. I'm Bob Costa, a national political reporter here at The Post. Earlier in the week, you may remember, I spoke with two governors as part of our Leadership During Crisis series. But as you know, some of you are in cities. So much of this pandemic, it's an urban story. It's about hot spots. It's about the spread of the virus in crowded areas, densely populated cities. So it's important to talk to mayors who are confronting the ongoing challenges in cities. And today, I'll speak to two of them, the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, and the mayor of Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser. I'd like to welcome Mayor Bowser, a Democrat. She was first elected in 2014 and re-elected in 2018. Mayor Bowser, thanks so much for joining me.
0: Thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me.
1: These are tough times, Mayor. As you know, what is the latest? in Washington in terms of the number of cases and the death toll?
0: Uh, Well, sadly, uh, we have lost 115 Washingtonians uh, to COVID-19. Uh, And we see just over 3,000 cases in Washington, D.C. And when you go to our surrounding areas in Maryland and and Virginia, uh, many, uh, many, many more cases. So we're very focused on how we will continue to flatten the curve in D.C. And as saddened as we are um, by having lost lives, uh, we know it could be a lot worse. Uh, Our early models had us being many thousand cases more than we are today. And we know the sacrifices people are making. Um, are helping us to flatten the curve.
1: When do you expect Washington, D.C. to peak?
0: Um, We think that we could peak in mid to late May with cases and hospitalizations um, coming thereafter.
1: So as you look at that timeline, what is your biggest concern right now in terms of the spread of the virus as you look at the map of your city?
0: uh we are very concerned bob about our vulnerable populations what we know uh is that this disease is uh violently attacking um, a vulnerable populations. So when we look at our elder care facilities and other congregate settings, um, like uh, one of our hospitals, uh, congregate settings that house uh, people with disabilities, our detention center, uh, we remain very concerned about how to contain the virus in those settings. But we are also, also very concerned about African-Americans in Washington, DC. One of the most shocking um, numbers to come out of this is that of our deaths, um, they are uh, 80 percent of them occurring in the African-American community. That is about 48 percent of D.C.'s population.
1: Let's pause there for a second, Mayor. What What can be be done done policy-wise in your city as mayor to deal with the racial disparity issue?
0: Well, we're going to be very focused on that. I announced today that uh, we will have a reopen DC advisory committee, and part of its charge is to look at disparities. We know, however, that these disparities just didn't pop up during this um, pandemic, that they're decades and indeed generations in the making. Um, And they're not all health-related. They're building blocks to health that as a society we must focus on. How will we expand opportunity? Uh, How will we, we be very focused on environmental justice so that we don't have such a disproportionate impact of asthma on African-American children? How will we have safe uh, housing and how will we make sure our educational and job opportunities are more equally distributed?
1: You also also mentioned mentioned detention centers a second ago. What's being done to make the prisons safer in Washington?
0: Well, we have a jail. um, Most of our, and uh, part of what your listeners will know is that Washington, D.C. is totally unique in our system in America. We're a city, county, state all at once. um, And our federal prisoners right now are um, out in the states all over the country. Um, But we have a jail. Uh, And when we started this pandemic, we had about 1,800 people at D.C. jail um, because of many practices. We're below 1,500 people at D.C. jail, Um, but still we have positive cases, uh, and we're working very closely um, with our team. Um, We're working very closely to make sure we contain it um, and quarantine folks who have been affected uh, and uh, try to stop the spread.
1: Mayor, summer is just around the corner. No one loves D.C. summer as much as me. I'm sure you love it.
0: No, I love it more. more.
1: You are mayor, so I'll give you that. (laughs) But how are you going to enforce, if at all, social distancing? I know you remarked this week a lot of people have been walking around, even though stay-at-home orders are in place. What are you going to do, if anything, to enforce social distancing in Washington?
0: Well, our residents have um, been very much complying uh, with our orders. Um, We have used our police department and the National Guard as to give people reminders and nudging along, especially in public places. I think you're right to be concerned, as we are, about people having social distancing fatigue. Um, They want to see their friends. Um, They want to see their family. Um, But we continue to remind them the best thing that we can do to be for uh, the medical surge is to keep the number of cases and the number of very sick people down. Uh, and that's why we have to continue to do it. But we are making plans for summer. Um, because I want, if at all possible, uh, to have some opportunities for in-person learning uh, for our students. Uh, Our committee will be focused on what we would be able to do with camps, if anything, this summer, uh, as well as how can we give people more recreational opportunities as the summer months approach. Uh, But we want to get back to business, too, and part of that is being able to keep our, our cases down.
1: Mayor, speaking of schools, we got a lot of notes from from uh, readers and viewers who are in Washington, D.C. One of them came from a woman named Sarah Schweier from Washington. She writes, Mayor Bowser, you've mandated that the academic year will end early this year. Is it possible that schools will open for a summer session to make up for lost time? She says she's the parent of a first grader at a D.C. public school.
0: We have actually two open items that are largely dependent on how uh, we're doing uh, as summer approaches with COVID-19, if we've been able to see our cases go down, uh, and if we're able uh, to bring back some students for in-person learning. So we are still planning um, for either a remote or in-person summer school, and we are also planning um, to be able to start our school uh, year early. Uh, if. Uh, if- if we're able to have in-person sessions. So by mid-May, we're going to let all of our parents know what's possible um, for summer, uh, for summer learning, and what's possible for early early start to next year.
1: Oh, so you will make a decision about next fall by mid-May?
0: We may be in a position to do that.
1: Look at the economy in D.C. I was walking around last night. It's really suffered, and more than 139,000 Hundred thousand people in Maryland, Virginia, and the district have filed unemployment claims for the week ending April 18th. Which industry, in your view, is most at risk right now in your city?
0: Well, we think that the industries that were hit first um, and may be the come back last have to do with large gatherings. Um so we had to close down our convention business at our convention center our bars and restaurants, our theaters and entertainment venues, uh, all uh, were hit hard and hit first. Um, And we think that they will still have some of the strictest social distancing measures for the longest. Um, So when we think about uh, a vibrant city like ours that we're the district of champions, the World Series champions, we have great arts and entertainment uh, and a wonderful food scene. um, These businesses have been shuttered Um, now for almost six weeks and the workers uh, have been terribly affected and uh, you're talking about unemployment more than 70,000 people um, have filed for DC unemployment.
1: Unlike every other mayor in the nation you are not working in coordination with the governor there's no governor for for Washington you are isolated in some ways. so who do you turn to day to day and you've mentioned regional governors is that who you're talking with every day Who's in your inner circle as you make decisions about reopening and other issues related to the pandemic?
0: Well, I have a wonderful team, um, and uh, because we're unique in our unique status, I am the the mayor, the county executive, and the governor, uh, and that has its benefits, but it also has um, it has its problems. And the biggest problem that we have uh, in this response is the Congress uh, has not allocated us uh, the money that we are owed uh, in CARES one. Uh, the minimum state allocation was one. billion. Um, And that is what the district needs. We were allocated uh, $498 million as if we were a territory. Uh, D.C. residents are not territory residents. We pay full taxes, just like every American. Uh, And we will continue to work with our Congresswoman, uh, the Congress uh, as a whole, and the administration to make sure that that's rectified in the next bill.
1: I know you and the Congresswoman have both been disappointed about that level of funding, but what specifically does Washington DC need in that next round, the so-called phase four negotiation?
0: Well, that's uh, that's first and foremost what we need. We need to be made whole. Um, we were short changed by $750 million. That is not small change. Um, in this situation that every jurisdiction is in with declining revenues coming in uh, to our jurisdictions, and the responsibility for responding to COVID. Uh, We're talking about medical surge, where we have to fund additional hospital beds and staffing. We're talking about people um, being out of work and needing additional food assistance. We're talking about how to procure PPE uh, on our own. All of those things will require millions and millions of dollars of response.
1: And beyond... uh The Congresswoman, do you have an ally in Speaker Pelosi? Do you feel like someone's going to get it done for you in Congress?
0: We have many allies, um, and we, we are fortunate for that, but we know uh, oftentimes that their first priority is, is their own jurisdiction and their own state. I have had uh, just wonderful conversations with Speaker Pelosi, Leader Hoyer, Senator Van Hollen has been uh, incredible. Senator Blunt on the other side of the aisle has also been incredible for us, um, and they are each committed uh, to, to making sure this happens.
1: Just the final question here. DC has so many federal employees. Would you like to see telework continue in Washington for federal employees through the end of the summer, through the fall?
0: In uh, Actually, uh, with the, the the governors in the capital region, Governor Hogan and Governor Northam, uh, I sent a letter, we sent a letter to OPM today uh, to just request that they pay attention to telework in our region. Uh, You know the White House Coronavirus Task Force has um, set up the phases of um, reopening and part of their focus is on as many people teleworking through these phases as possible. Uh, So we just wanted to highlight uh, to OPM that we are in line with that thinking and that should be um, the position of OPM for the capital region.
1: But any uh, feeling on how long that should be, that telework period?
0: Well, I think we we agree that we should work through phase one and phase two of reopening. Um, And I I don't know when we'll hit all of those phases, but um, having people come back to work in phases, uh, we think is very smart for containing the virus.
1: Well, that's all the time we have with you, Mayor Bowser. Thank you for joining us and best of luck as you confront this pandemic.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Bob.
1: Thanks for listening. To hear more
0: interviews from this series and other Washington Post Live programs, visit us at WashingtonPostLive.com.